0: Hey everybody out there, welcome. This is the U.S. Grace Force Podcast. I'm Doug Barry, and of course, Father Richard Heilman over here to my, which side? Right <laughs> over here.
1: There he is. Oh, there
0: I am. <laughs> uh, it's just the two of us tonight. It's going to be an amazing show. Time to harden the target. Let's roll. Obviously, that is in commemoration or in memory of the famous quote from, I believe, Todd Beamer was his name. Yeah. The gentleman on Flight, uh, Flight, Flight
1: 93.
0: Yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. 20 years has gone by since that horrific day, 9-11. But as we get started, of course, we want to turn everything over to prayer. And Father, of course, that is your official department.
1: All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls amen father son the holy spirit amen
0: thank you father and of course we want to thank everybody else out there as we always do at the beginning of the program here i want to thank everybody who supports us who has been tremendous in your encouragement your your personal encouragement comments emails or personally there's a few people here in the tyler area that are just regular, they're good friends of mine, but they're regular supporters, uh, just their encouragement and following the podcast. And that means everything to us. Also those of you who financially support us through the Patreon program, thank you so much. You are helping us to continue to get this work done and get this word out to as many as possible. If anybody's interested in becoming a patron, please click the link in the description and you will find access to Patreon. And we ask you to prayerfully consider supporting this work so we can continue to grow this and reach more people. There are several people behind the scenes who you don't see who are behind uh, helping to get this produced and out every week, and they do a great job, and your help is amazing. Now, of course, uh, we also want to encourage you to check out our T-shirts in the official gear page, uh, U.S. Grace Force gear page, and get yourself a great T-shirt. I'm wearing the I kneel for God alone. Father's wearing the God st- or Get Strong Uh, t-shirt right now. Important that we get these messages out to as many people as possible. We got great t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeve, short sleeve, men's styles, women's styles, you name it. Go on out to the official Grace Force gear page in the description below and get yourself some amazing stuff. Christmas not too far away, so you can be thinking about that as well. All of it supports the work that we do and also gets a great message out there. Father, as we record this, it's September 13th. This is a couple things. There's a lot going on right now, in fact. Number one, this is the anniversary of the second-to-last apparition of Fatima. You and I are very yes. fond of Our Lady Fatima, of course. We both have statues of Our Lady of Fatima behind us here. And uh, yours has a little miraculous part of it we're going to maybe address tonight. Uh, but also, this is the, the two days after the anniversary that we record, two days after the anniversary of uh, 9-11. It's been 20 years now since that really, really, you know, terrible day happened. And America has been changed since then. The world's been changed since then on a number of levels. And we just want to remember everybody out there who's still suffering from the loss of loved ones or suffering from sickness or some PTSD or something that has happened to you from that day. So you are in our prayers and please um, know that uh, God's strength and his healing is there. Also, Father, at the, di- at the time this is being released, this is a great feast day. Uh, you were telling me this is the feast, uh, September 15th, of Our Lady of Sorrows. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's a p- powerful, powerful um, image and devotion to the Blessed Mother, mm-hmm. uh, Our Lady of Sorrows. I know that uh, Father Rippiger, it's uh, the one that he leans on the most. And he talks about the power of Our Lady of Sorrows. Um, and I'm going to talk about this statue behind me mm. in a little bit. But uh, we want to do it in the context of uh, a, a very important event coming up. And we'll get in that into that in a second. But first of all, Doug, mm. uh, we've been talking lately uh, just about the condition of the culture. And, of course, we've been talking about that nonstop for, what, 18 months or whatever it's been. Mm. Um, but it's... Uh, I think we're heading to um, maybe maybe a, a breaking point. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm hearing from a lot of people, there's rumbling going out that October might be setting up for that. Somebody mm-hmm. even said that there's talk of a red October, they're calling it. And uh, they're even pointing to certain dates and things like that. I'm not sure, you know, because first of all, I haven't looked into what they're talking about just yet, but I don't know. It just feels that way. A lot of, a lot of stuff, is coming to a head right now. You know, we know the debacle that happened in Afghanistan recently, and uh, and now uh, Texas stood up, you know, strong and proud, and and uh, put in their heartbeat bill, and the Supreme Court got behind it. Uh, just things like this are 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 coming, and 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 it seems like too, Doug. The truth is emerging about this whole pandemic, and and mm-hmm. uh, the mandates, and all these things. Uh, there's truth is is starting to find its way out uh, from behind. Uh, I, I think a lot of people who are afraid to speak yeah. the truth, but it's finding its way out. So it's it just I don't know if everybody who's listening feels the same way, but it just feels like things are coming to a head. And yeah. um, and, and I, I'm I'm hopeful that way.
0: Well, yeah, and things are moving is as, as we've we've been talking so much faster as well. I mean, right, the speed of these things that are unfolding. Right. Um. You know. Um, and I, I just, I, I want to I talk to, you know, tonight, just the everyday average person out there who's just trying to get through the day. They're, they're, they're trying, to, trying to put food on the table. They're trying to get their kids in school. They're trying to, you know, pay the bills. And, and yet they're watching all this unfold around them. And there's so many good people out there who are working hard. They're, they're trying to take care of things. They're trying to be faithful to God. And, you know, for example, um, just earlier today, the day we record here, I was, I was down at St. Vincent de Paul. Uh, society here in uh, Tyler dropping off a couple of things and and just met a, a wonderful man and woman married couple there and and I want to give a shout out and a hello to Brenda Brenda was there behind the counter and they're just they're working Saint Vincent de Paul and they're out there just doing their their thing they're, they're they're faithful Catholics and and just trying to take care of things in this this little building in this this town of Tyler just trying to help people and serve and she mentioned that she follows the grace force podcast and and uh, I said something, yeah, we just, you know, we're trying to reach as many people as possible. She said, yeah, if only we could just reach more. And I think that's a pretty common sentiment, you know, Father, among a lot of people that you and I both talked to ran into is people who, like Brenda, uh, you know, they, they, they just want to reach more people. Um, they feel the weight of what's going on and they feel the heaviness of these things. And, you know, like you were saying, the, the uh, vaccine mandate thing that came out, I mean, did you notice the way um, Joe Biden said uh, this was the i mean' he, it's one thing for him to say that he's going to mandate vaccines for businesses of a hundred or more people but when he said to the unvaccinated out there you've cost us a lot we've been patient with you but our patience is wearing thin and that sounded like a like things that i would have said to my kids when they were nine or 10 or 12 and they you know keep you know, not getting their chores done. You know, my patience is wearing thin as if I'm getting ready to discipline my child. It came across that way. You know, those types of statements that are coming from that level of authority um, are very concerning to me in some ways as much or more so than the actual mandates or, or, or you know, changes in policy that are happening because there's a sentiment in, in a in and in a, in a mood and an attitude behind those types of statements, I think, that, that are very telling of where someone is. And for someone who's the president of the United States of America, who was involved in abandoning many Americans and, and Afghan uh, supporters friendlies over in Afghanistan, and then to say over here, these types of things about our patients is wearing thin to all you unvaccinated. This sort of thing is concerning, but it's happening fast. And now the father, you know, they're talking about travel bans. So, you know, they're talking about not being able to get on an airplane unless you're vaccinated. I mean, these types of things are coming out. So, you know, what, whatever a person's decision is in this sort of stuff, the push to to really pressure people is growing. And I don't know what you're hearing in your parish from your own people there, but, you know, the people I talk to down here and the people I communicate with their comments and so forth. Uh, our members of BRC, Battery Coalition members, they're very, very concerned. People are are losing their jobs, or they're walking out of their jobs. They're not putting up with it anymore. And I mean, are, are you getting comments or any feedback from the people in your parish or the people you communicate with on this?
1: Well, I'm seeing a rise of the Brenda's of the world. Uh, you know, hmm. I, we had uh, this weekend was Sunday, landed on nine twelve. It was the day after nine eleven, right? And I chose to talk about nine twelve. I mean, I, I think heroes arise during that time. Mm. Uh, We've all, we all, it seemed like all of America became heroic and the churches filled up and every, they, they oh. say that the stores emptied out of all the flags because yeah. everybody wanted to wave it. Yeah. And, and, the confe- and there was Confession
0: just fashion lines were out the door. Yeah. Church. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there was just a determination. Like Brenda said, I want to do something, anything. And I yeah. think everybody's at that place right now. And, and I, I, I so I, I spoke about that. And I, I actually pointed to, to Todd Beamer, too. Uh, you know, he was on that Flight 93, and they knew what, what was happening. And they knew that they were destined uh, to, to have that plane uh, crash into our nation's capital. And uh, they banded it together. But he got on the phone with uh, one of the operators from, um, I believe it was the airline or whatever. But, and they ended up praying together. They did uh, the, the Our Father and the Lord is My Shepherd. I mean, it's a very movie when you see this transcript but then as, as it says the last words that he said is are you ready guys let's roll you know and, and to I got chills as I just said that yeah can you imagine they knew they were gonna die and and they did it anyway and, and, and for a greater good that kind of spirit is rising up right now Doug um, and I, you know I I, in my post, I came across, it was on the Greg Gutfeld show. I can't remember the name of the guy, but he said something. And I, good thing I had a DVR because at the moment I just said, wait a minute, I got to stop this and I got to record what he just said. And it was, it was unbelievable. It, it just drove the point home. Um, and let me get it here. He said, uh, which one is this? Um, well I'm going to do it from memory because I've read it so many times. Yeah, I remember he when he yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, uh, hard times, uh, make for hard men, hard men make for good times, good times make for soft men. And then he said, we're in a period right now where soft men are making for hard times, mm-hmm. you know, and how true was that? Yeah. I mean, you just look at the leadership at all levels in, in every arena, uh, whether it be government or be in the church right now. And we're just astonished. How everybody's just rolling over and allowing evil to just uh, surge in in our direction, you know, letting the wolves come in and devour the sheep, and we've we put up with this uh, for eighteen months, right? And we've allowed this to 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 happen, uh, and I think we got soft. I, I will say that the last president was tough as nails, and the and the world leaders kind of were afraid of him. I mean, they they didn't know what to expect with him. He was kind of. Uh, <laughs> You look kind of nutty to some of them and you know but but the point is is that i think because we had such safety and security in that particular period uh we got soft you know we became we became uh, addicted to our netflix right and uh and it, it, and maybe it was too we didn't have to do much because you know we felt protected we felt safe at that time but but then all of a sudden this evil started rolling one thing after another remember the streets on fire i mean you know, come on! I, I, it just um, and and our our police are are, are um, ridiculed and shamed, and, and we're told to, to fund them. I mean, you could the list could go on and on and on. And we just sat and watched it. Yeah, we I wonder and
0: watched it. I wonder how many you know, Father. I Wonder how many people remember or realize that uh, the count that I heard was um, on a report. One hundred and forty-two, I believe, was the number of cities that had blm riots in them where there was destruction that doesn't even count all the statues that were torn down i know i know across streets and then you're right the defunding of police and they're still pushing i just saw in the news this morning they're still pushing in minnesota minneapolis area they're going to vote on whether or not to
1: remove the police department and create some sort of social department yeah and then the 9 the i'll call them the 912 people mm -hmm. remember Went to church, waved their yeah. flags. Yeah, they were shamed. Now, and they're domestic terrorists not the not the ones that were actually lighting up the streets and looting the the, the family shops. Right. No, 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 no. Uh, the ones that were waving the flag and going to church they're the they're the danger. Do you see? But but what happened was is again is that uh, good times created. I'm doing well, look what I'm doing in the motion here. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, good times <laughs> created uh, soft men yeah. and and we just sat and let it happen. Yeah. And not only that, but anyone who dared to speak up was admonished by their superiors or censored by social media. you see and it just we've gone through all that and you can almost see Doug, there's a collective like tightening of their lips. I've had it that's enough. We're not going to take this anymore. That's why I say we're heading very quickly uh, to I, what I believe could be a watershed moment. That's why I want to quickly, Doug, uh, while we're early in our um, in our yeah. episode here, I want to point to uh, something that we're planning to do, and that is we're going to get the whole nation uh, together, and we're going to pray the rosary. Remember? This happens to be, happens to be, coincidentally, the 450th anniversary of the Battle of Lepanto. Right. And what was that the story of? That Christianity got divided and weak. What did they get? They got soft, yeah. right? Yeah. And so the Turks said, this is our time. We're coming in, and they're so soft, we can easily do What's that like? Today, okay? Mm-hmm. Today, our leaders are letting... These monsters, this mob just, just come in and take over and then admonishing any of the priests who would dare speak up against it. So it's, it's crazy right now. So it's the 450th anniversary of the Battle of Ponto. What did Pius V do? He got he got the remnant armies together. And I've been saying, you know what? I'm watching individuals that are getting involved at the secular level and they're making a difference. We just had a, a our local catholic uh uh, saint ambrose academy uh they were they were about to be shut down and we got everyone together and we asked for donations for legal fees online and that baby got overturned okay Mm -hmm. Uh, people got together there you see the people standing up at the school board meetings um you know i i I know a gal in my parish who's she's part of a movement in, in in wisconsin here and they're they're literally making uh uh these um, uh, these legislators uh, turn their decisions. Uh, so that we got to get involved. We, it's a secular. That's the Don John of Austria gathering the remnant armies. Okay, we got to go out and fight. But then what did Pius V do? He called on the world to pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. Some say the most powerful weapon at our disposal after the Eucharist, uh, but uh, after the sacraments. But the, but the rosary, and he called upon the world to do that. Well, that 450th anniversary is October 7th. We're going to get the world together on that Sunday nearest to that, October 10th. And we're getting out to, um, uh, we're, we're asking people, go to rosarycoasttocoast.com and just sign up where your group's going to meet. And by group, it can be two people. But then you get your little balloon pin on our on our map, and we want thing, that thing to fill up. And we want to, everybody praying across the nation, on October tenth. And here's what we're going to do collectively: uh, You can do anything you want while you're out there uh, on that day, but collectively at the hour of mercy, Central Time, so Central Time, three p.m. We'll um, uh, and, and whatever it is your time, we're going to all pray as a nation the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. We're going to play collectively. Doesn't that sound awesome? And so, but then there's going to be like a central place, uh, the epicenter of all this, which is we're going to be on the ground, you and I, Doug, we're going to be on the grounds of our nation's capital, kind of leading this thing. Uh, we're going to have it live streamed. We want as many people to come as possible. And we have some amazing people joining us for that day mm-hmm. out there uh, in, uh, at the nation's capital. Um, bishop Coffey, he's the Auxiliary Bishop of the Archdiocese of the Mil- Military Services. Uh, Sister Deidre Byrne, we affectionately call her Sister Didi. Um, She was the one that stood up and we just loved her at the Republican Convention. Monsignor Charles Popes, everybody knows him, his profound words and everything he's doing. Uh, some guy named Doug Barry is going to be there. Um, <laughs> Father Chris Alar is... I'm is,
0: not <laughs> coming then. <I'm>
1: not. <laughs> Father Chris Alar. <laughs> Uh, he we're we're uh, we're he's checking his schedule right now right and we're hoping he's going to be able to join us but he's the director of the Association of Marian Helpers I know that he loves what we're doing and he's really hoping he can join us so he's working on that as we speak and uh, Father Stephen Emborato one of the mm-hmm. nation's leader for the pro life movement is he's actually going to be the MC and then I, I, I'm going to be there too so yeah. but, I mean. <laughs> This is going to be amazing. This is yeah. going to be absolutely amazing. And we're, we are we're, we get right there, right near the reflecting pool. And right behind us is the nation's capital while we're there together. Mm. We're literally on the nation's ground. And what I've been doing too, uh, in recent years, Doug is, um, everybody that comes, you get a bottle of exercised and blessed salt. Now you can take it home, but I'm asking you if you would please go around the capital and bless it uh, and exercise it kind of exercise and bless salt and and put that you know the first year we did this it was so funny because i was worried because it's white powder it looks like white powder and and security did get a little nervous and they came up with people well they ended up doing uh uh selfies together with the the security thought it was the greatest thing in the world uh that they were doing that but there's all all these awesome pictures of everybody going around the capitol grounds and Know, by statues and stuff, and pouring their little blessed salt over everything, but we want to. We we want we want one nation under God again, and we claim we reclaim this soil back yeah. for God, and we want this to go in God's direction. So October tenth, go to rosarycoasttocoast.com okay. And if you can't get out to, to join us at the nation's capital, then form your own group there and put your balloon pin on that website. Uh, you'll see right away where uh, how you can do that. So please join us.
0: Yeah, we've had in the past, we've had um, like 50, 60 some countries, countries yes. actually praying the rosary at the same time.
1: Yeah, balloon pins from around the world. It's really yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, so, uh, you map. know, this, yeah. And, and, you know, this is this, we talk about hardening the target, you know, as the title time to harden the target. And yeah, you know, we, should, we should run that, run down what that means for people. What does it mean to harden the target? I mean, Yeah, little, you
1: go for it, Doug, because you're the expert in that area. Well, I it's think cool. it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's,
0: you know, any security, law enforcement, military mindset, they always look at, okay, what is the target? And you have to assess the situation. So for example, if I'm looking at my home and if I want to assess my home to see if it's going to be a target for bad guys, what are my weak spots? Okay. uh, Do I have security lights? Do I have locks on the doors? Do I have a dog? Do I have motion sensor uh, alarms or lights? Or do I have cameras outside the house? Um, depending upon uh, your neighborhood, uh, businesses have to determine whether or not they need bars on their windows, what kind of security systems they need. Uh, do I hire a security guard? Uh, you know these types of things. If it's a church, you know well, how my how my uh, how am I taking care of the security in my church? In fact, this coming Saturday, I'm giving a talk at a church here locally, uh, outside of Tyler, a small town, and we're going through a three-hour training session on how I harden nice. the target of my church of the church. Uh, the pastor wants me to go into the details of this Catholic church nice. uh, to discuss how do we harden the target to make it safer. So you start by assessing the threat, you assess your weak spots, and then you start taking steps to secure them better. So again, we come, we wanted to combine in the title of this program, you know, harden the target, you know, it's time to harden the target. Let's roll because 9 is an example, obviously with Todd Beamer and that famous statement that that should live on in our hearts. You know, we've got to be ready to engage. We've got to roll. We've got to to take the steps necessary. But let's harden the target so we can minimize any of the destruction of the damage. And, you know, as you and I were talking earlier today, Father, before this, you know, we've we've got the mindset of of what's happening in our world that we see happening. and, And a lot of people are concerned, rightfully so from critical race theory being taught in your classroom yeah. to the transgender issue. As you oh. always say, there's a serious problem when, when people are okay with an adult man going into a bathroom where there's a little girl. I, know. I mean, these types of things are off the wall, just crazy, Yeah. But, but it's a dangerous crazy and it's not slowing down. And I know there are people out there who still think, well, you know, things will get back to normal. Well, what is, And but then we're hearing all the terms, the new normal yeah. And, you know, and then when Biden and, and Fauci and these others talk about, well, this is the new normal now, just get used to it. But then right. they change that so-called normal and yeah. make it even worse. So yeah. we've got to look at these things and not have the attitude of. Yeah, so
1: so that when I'm 85, I'm wearing a mask and I'm on my 60th booster shot. You know, well, yeah, exactly.
0: It's yeah. just going to be every six months, every year. We're just going to have yeah. to do this. and. And, and, you know, just shut up and obey, as, you know, we hear, you know, uh, a Fox News guy always says all the time, you know, I mean, we've got very good reason to be concerned. So what do we do? One of two things. We just go, oh, wow, this is, well, we can do three things. We can comply and just go along with it, continue to lose our freedoms. Or we can go, oh, this is terrible. woe is me. Look what's happening. It's so bad. we gotta We got to wake things up, but it's so bad. Or we can say, hey, you know what? Roll up the sleeves. You guys ready? Let's roll. Let's harden the target right let's assess our own lives let's see spiritually where we're weak mentally where we're weak physically where we're weak and then let's start start taking the steps to change
1: that right that's what we mean by hard yeah, target yeah. and let's roll and let's it's perfect it doug. it's perfect doug because remember you know hard times make hard men you know we're yeah. hardening the target hard men and women i'm uh, of course i'm talking about but sure uh but it, but we're what are we doing? We we don't want to be soft anymore. You know, no. we want to we want to become hardened, and and that just means that's why I said that they get that tight lip, you know, and and it, it's it's the it's it's the 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 heart of a warrior that runs toward the bullets. Right, that says you know I don't care, you know, I, this needs to be done, and that, I think everybody's starting to get that. Praise God, everybody's mm-hmm. starting to get to that place. Were they're hard. When, when you first talked to me about hardening the target, I thought it was a target out there. No, we're the target. You know, we can be the victim if, if, if we're not careful and we can, and and we can just curl up in our little fetal position and, and quiver and, and, and despair uh, and get all depressed, or we can get that tight lift again. And Mm. we can just say, Let's roll, so, you know.
0: <laughs> you know, you kind of for for a moment there, Father, you looked a little bit like some of the old Clint Eastwood spaghetti westerns <laughs> when, when when Clint would get that tight lit before true. you know you pull out the cigarette, you know, That's and, right, yeah. and fire off the shot and kill the bad guy. Go um, ahead, and make uh, you know, We're not talking about killing bad guys, but the point is, you know, it's it's basically it's get that that get that fix your 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 face like flint. Let's get in that mode and in that attitude of Wait. it's time. To stop wasting time, it's time to step up, harden the target, and engage on every level that we can, where we can. I think of the three servants in Matthew 25 where, where, where Jesus, as he's telling the story, says, each of them are given their talents, each according to their ability. So we're all given different abilities. Some of us are, are better at public speaking and can get out there with the community. And, and some of us can start the prayer groups and the rosary groups. And, and, but we can all fast. We can all step up the spiritual battles. We can all pray a rosary. No one can say, I don't have 15 to 20 minutes. I just don't have time to do that. You know, yeah. we, we can all step up and do that. We can all join with rosary coast to coast in some way. Yeah. I mean, this it's a phenomenal thing. And, Father, I don't know if you paid much attention to what's going on in Australia right now. Have you been following Australia and their lockdowns?
1: Wow. It's unbelievable.
0: It is. I mean, I, I was listening to a guy talk about this earlier today, and he's from How Australia. How soft they,
1: uh, they must be. The what, Look what they let put, uh, oh. become uh, yeah. in, in charge, the tyranny that's going on over there. Yeah. and if we're not careful, we can head in that direction. Unless we get hardened, if we have got to harden this target of ours. Well, and, and just and say that's not what, in my house.
0: Right, and that's what this man he was talking. Uh, he was on Glenn Beck, and he was talking about this from Australia. And he's from Australia, and he was down there, and he said he said America, you do need to look at what's going on here and see right. that this could come to you. They're not even allowed to go any further than five kilometers from their home. Okay, and they cannot leave their home without their papers. Okay. So this is, this is all what's going on down there. And he says, anybody, he said, a lot of the people, at least who had spoken up and tried to protest and stand out and really make a difference. he says, a lot of them are in jail right now.
1: Wow. You know, so he's,
0: they've, they've done everything they can to silence those who tried to lead any kind of a, you know, stand up for your freedom sort of movement. And, and if I'm not mistaken, there isn't down. this
1: critical spike in cases either.
0: No, no. They've had about yeah. a thousand deaths. You know, yeah. they say directly. I mean, but the, you can't even you can't even trust the numbers anymore because of no. how they count them. But they have about a thousand deaths roughly. New Zealand's only had a handful if that's out of about, several
1: million, you know.
0: Yeah, out of several million.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so you so it's still I mean, that point oh whatever, you know.
0: Right, exactly. It's still a ninety-nine point yeah. nine five nine seven nine eight, depending on your on your, yeah. your age and your comorbidities and all. But the point is, regardless of what they're going to use, there is a tyrannical effort going on in the world. There is a spirit of darkness. There is a spirit of evil, uh, the spirit of the Antichrist in the world. The church has been really silenced in many respects. A lot of our church leaders, I put a post out on Facebook here on Monday morning, the September 13th. And I said, you know, where, where are what I, it's right here. Where are the voices of our church leaders as the government becomes more tyrannical? I'm hearing mostly crickets. Of course, you commented on it, Father, which was great. Just put your, 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 your picture with your, all your Photoshop hair on. <laughs> people just have to know. I was like, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I, I did say mostly crickets because you're you're one of the few that's not the cricket. But I'm trying, but but in, but you get you know the response from people, the comment, thirty six comments, and I'm scrolling through the comments, and so many people feel the
1: same way. Yeah.
0: where are our voices of our? we are the
1: hard men? We got soft men. That's it. Where are the hardened? Targeted, yeah, we got hard targets out powering there. Powering men. And what is this like? It's it's so much like I, I keep pointing to it, but the, the arrest scene in the garden, you know, where yeah the the, the, the first bishops took off in silent self protection, yeah, you know? yeah. That's why that, when it, I preach, I have John the Beloved right behind me. Yeah. Every time I preach now, I got a statue. It's awesome, and he's he's uh, casting out uh, snakes from this chalice in the in the in the statue. And and what's that like? You know, uh, drink your own poison, Satan. Right. That's yeah, off the yeah. Benedict Medal. And, but, but, you know, not in my house and, and, and our lady of sorrows, you know, if we could talk about that real quick, because she stood at the cross with John, the beloved. Yeah. Okay. Before, before you go any further,
0: I just want to comment before you go any further, because you're about John and I, because you've said this so, I, I think so pointedly so many times about the, the number of the first bishops who bailed and only John was there, you know, Peter denies. Judas takes his own life. I mean, it's, it looks like a complete train wreck, yeah. you know, of these first bishops. What in the world is happening here? Yeah. Why What's are they... that like?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Hey!
0: But, but John, I always would say this when I did the one man drama of the passion of Christ, I did it for about 25 years. And, and uh, by the way, I think Mel Gibson, I, I, I think he stole it from me. He when stole he did your idea. Movie. Yeah. I yeah. think he did. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I would sue him, but I would lose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, everyone. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I did it for 25 years. And one of the parts of the meditation that I would do, I would talk about John standing at the foot of the cross and how John knew the only reason, the only way that he would have the strength to stay at the foot of the cross is if he clung to Our Lady. Yeah. Okay. And I really believe that. I believe you cannot stand at the foot of the cross. We know she's not going to leave him, right. and I know you're going to address that in a moment, but. We know she's not going to leave him. Our Lady of Sorrows, she's going to be there by her son's side, you know, until they take him down and lay him in her arms. You know, the beautiful Pieta that, you know, Michelangelo, you know, sculpted is a perfect, perfect picture of that. But the idea that John knows, I, I I can't even be here in the thick of all of this, except to cling to her. I'm sorry. She's right here. Her. <laughs> You know, in order to have the strength to even be here, you know, blessed mother, I have to cling to her in order to have the strength to be at the foot of the cross, to be a voice, to speak out, even I've got to cling to her. Like, I I, I wouldn't be speaking, We, you and I wouldn't be talking, if we, if it wasn't for the blessed mother, if it wasn't praying the rosary and, and she leading us to her son in the Eucharist, in, in communion and adoration and confession, that is the, that not the trick, that's the secret you know, secret sauce, you know, whatever your secret agreement for the secret sauce, you know, it's go to our lady, cling to her, just like John, the beloved did. Okay. And okay. That's what I wanted to say, father, go ahead. You were going to well, talk I'll about I'll our lady.
1: Build off of that. So uh, our lady of sorrows, that's the feast day today as, as this is uh, a podcast put up. Um, but, and again, a, a great, greatly loved by father Ripperger. And mm. I think he I, I think I've heard him say that he, there's a, even a special power in that uh, image of our Blessed Mother, Our Lady of Sorrows. But what is Our Lady of Sorrows? She was told a, a sword will pierce your heart, you know, at the Feast of the Presentation. And <clears throat> that, that happens to be the feast day too, where I had my old conversion. And then what happened after my conversion is I started to lean into people like, there's a man named Richard Blaney in our town. Now, Richard uh, was, to uh, by the standards back then, when everybody was doing... Uh, If I had a hammer, I would hammer in the morning, you know, and and it was just going off the rails, the mass and everything. He was the guy that was processing our lady in downtown Madison. And it was just like, it it would be considered a complete nut job back then to process our lady, you know, because we don't do that anymore. That's pre-Vatican II, you know, all that stuff. But I turned to him and, and, uh, and we we became pretty close And, and to the point where when Richard, uh, passed away, his family, uh, uh, had given me his whole library, he was known for his library, and uh, I it's just extensive, a Catholic library. And they also gave me the relics that he had, and he had it's about 15 relics and some um, amazing relics, and uh, like um, Benedict, Dominic, Francis, I've got uh, Saint Louis de Montfort, um, in Catherine of Siena, uh, yeah, I could go on, but <clears throat> and, and I want everybody to know. And this is an extra incentive for you to join us out in Washington, D.C. I'm bringing all those relics out there with me. And it, it, they're amazing relics. I'm also bringing the relic of the True Cross that was brought, that, that was um, uh, rescued in the D-Day invasion in World War II. Uh, so that'll be out there. But I'm also bringing out this statue behind me. Let me see if I can do Okay, you can get a, uh, oh, our head's kind of cut off. Let me get it up here. There we go. Beautiful uh, statue of Our Lady of Fatima, right? It's a little better. Um, but there's a story behind this. That's the statue that Richard and these remaining devout Catholics, which were very few back in the 70s and 80s, <clears throat> they would uh, process her. Well, one, to- one year they were coming down the step- steps, and she wasn't secured enough on um, the thing that they were carrying her on, the carrier. And she fell into all kinds of pieces. And they searched around to see if anybody could put her back together and they could find no one. They finally found a woman that said, bring her to me. I'm, I think I can, I can fix her. And so the four people brought over Mary in pieces to this woman's house. And she looked at it and she says, I think I can put her back together. And if you ever look closely at the statue, you can't even see a crack in it. I mean, it's perfect. So she did put it back together. But while they were standing there and she had said, I think I can put this back together. She said, do you all see what I'm seeing? And they all looked down and there were tears coming out of this, the eyes of this statue. So five witnesses saw this statue weep. And so it, I, I think it's a particularly miraculous statue. I'm bringing that out as well uh, to Washington, D.C. on October 10th. Um, Please, 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 everybody make a special pilgrimage. Uh, You know, all these relics, uh, these amazing um, Catholic um, uh, personality speakers are going to be there, uh, devout people. It's going to be amazing. So, uh, but as well, this weeping statue of uh, uh, Our Lady of Fatima.
0: Father, why do you think, from your estimation, why do you think, The statue was weeping i mean we we know we know there are many stories uh many miracles of weeping statues uh one of the most famous 1973 akita japan um the image of our lady of all nations right uh in the convent um wept and perspired and had a stigmata in the wound of the hand that
1: bled and, and it was the opposite. Probably hand. the most famous of all weeping statues. Yeah, it is because it was and seen by it so many. is interesting? Are you going to the place I think you're going with that? Akita? Um, Japan? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah, because uh, it
0: ties because it ties into what happened two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the, this, the image of Our Lady weeping, and there've been many others. There's one being reported uh, as of the last six months or so. I don't know where it stands right now. A case in uh, in New Mexico, and it's an image of Our Lady Guadalupe. And it's a very large statue, and many, many people have seen this, and it's under investigation. Now, Bishop Ito in Japan, Nikita, had the perspiration, the tears, which, by the way, when, she, when the statue of Our Lady of All Nations, it's about three foot, you know, of it's a solid wood statue. Um, when it perspired, it smelled like perfume. And so, you know, the, the perspiration, the tears, and the blood from the wound of the hand were all tested by three independent medical facilities and all said that it was human. And my understanding is that they were not even told where it came from. Bishop Ito wanted it tested without them knowing that it was from a statue. Just test these samples, tell us what it is, and it was all human. This happened 101 times, the tears and the perspiration. The wound in the hand bled for about three weeks. It was the opposite hand of Sister Agnes Sasagawa, and she had a wound in her hand, um, the opposite hand, and both were in the shape of a cross, and they both healed up roughly at the same time. And then I know you're going to bring up, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, but you got to talk about it again. And people need to remember this because this is a miraculous happening right now that October 6th in 2019, okay, and we're coming up on that. Two years ago Yep, is when our sister Agnes Asagawa, who's still alive, living in Japan, received a message from an angel saying, put on ash and pray a rosary of repentance. Yep. And right at that time, the Amazon Synod began, which I, yeah, I refer to as the Synod. You can you Synod.
1: Google it. It started on October 6th.
0: Yeah, it did. Yeah. And the Pachamama incident that took place there and then yeah. and then starts coming and then out. then Monsignor
1: of, Pope, who's going to be there, he, he had iconic videos after the, the um, Pachamama was brought into St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just, it was like ashen in his face as he said in this video, we need to repent. And at mm-hmm. that time, we didn't hear about the October 6th uh, revelation from Satsangawa until nearer to November. We, right. that, that This happened in October 6th for whatever reason. But he was saying, we need to repent. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and he was saying basically the same thing. And he actually said, because God has brought things like plagues uh, when this happened. And the interesting thing, I read this, and it may or may not be true, Uh, that it happened exactly at that time. But it is reported that uh, cell phone activity stopped in the Wuhan lab in China on October 7th, meaning some significant event happened on October 6th. So it's it's possible that the virus leaked out on the same day the Pachamama was brought into St. Peter. Mm -hmm. And on the same day, we got... The warning from Sister cigar Se- which the first warning came, nineteen seventy-three Roe v. Wade, when we yes. when we opened up the most gigantic portal of demons on our country mm-hmm. you could ever imagine, uh, when 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 we decided I've got an image of um, uh, a nineteen sixty-five Life magazine. It was the most popular magazine back then, <clears throat> and on the cover it's got a, a, a little baby in the amniotic sac. Absolutely. Yep. And, uh, and the, it, this title says, The Miracle of Life in the Womb. 1965, eight years later, no, no, no. We now say clump of cells. See how yeah. they changed the narrative? See how they changed, the, they indoctrinated us? Uh, uh, it, it was Joseph Goebbels who said, uh, you, if, you, if you call a circle a square long enough, people believe it's a square. Well, if you call a baby a clump of cells long enough, they believe it's a clump of cells. And we bought into that. And we opened up that huge portal, and that's when uh, Sister Agnes Sisegawa received that first one. The second one, we didn't receive one all the way up until the 2019, uh, December, uh, October 6, uh, was when she received the second communication that we need to repent, and uh, we need to put on ashes and repay a repentant rosary. So here we are, Doug, we're heading up to the, the anniversary of that, too.
0: Yeah, and you know, Father, when I, when I think about this, and I, I this I really want to emphasize this to people because I don't think any of us can really fathom the seriousness of something like what Monsignor Pope said—that when we commit this sin in any way of some sort of idolatry, um, with like the pachamama coming into the um, the uh, Vatican there, this is this is. Very, very, very grave, very, very, very Very serious. And people just don't comprehend this, I think. The first commandment is
1: considered in the the Bible as the last insult. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, you've insulted us all these other ways. I mean, you you look at the gay marriage, you look at uh, uh, Roe v. Wade, but now the last and final insult is you're going to start worshiping pagan idols. In the Bible, yeah. That's the way it goes, and,
0: and this goes right along with the whole moral relativism, which is it's tyrannical. It's it's been referred to by I, I was pious the twelfth. I forget who who said it that that moral relativism is the heresy of all heresies. Yeah. The fact that anything goes, whatever you want, you are the 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 arbiter. You are That's the right. decider. You are the definer of truth. Yep, you're the one that decides, and My you can decide who to arrives. worship or who not to worship. I'm sorry, what?
1: My conscience overrides God. You know. That's
0: it. Yeah, yeah. My conscience is, is, is really is really where it comes down to, and right. so we we see this. We it's unfolding. It, it has been unfolding for a long, 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 long time. Okay, this goes back fifties and sixties, and 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 I know you and your early priesthood. You know, we're kind of indoctrinated into that as well you know, until oh, yeah. you had your, your epiphany moment over in Rome. Yep. But we we had this exposure, this exposure to us, and then you actually bring a false idol into the Vatican, and you think that God is not going to take that seriously. Now, another okay. quick note here on this, Father, and I'll pass it back to you, is when Sister Agnes Sassagawa gets this message that we need to put on ash and pray rosary of repentance, we have to consider then that we've got... A lot of people out there who will look here, maybe hear a message like that and say, yeah, that's important for those other people out there who are doing bad things. Right? When we've got to look at ourselves, all of us. I mean, you could be the, the holiest, saintliest person out there. Is there something you can do to step up right. repentance for the sake of the sins of the world? Yeah. Pius XII said that the salvation of the many will be, de- will be determined because of the prayers and sacrifices of the few. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so the salvation of the many is de- is dependent upon the prayers and sacrifices of the few. When Our Lady comes and warns us and tells us to pray a rosary, she knows not everybody's going to do it. She's still asking for it. But I guess the question is, do we take seriously enough to pray the rosary for the sake of others, not just for ourselves? Yeah. It's just important to take very, very
1: seriously these urgent calls from Our Lady. Yep. and And the power of coming together collectively— you know and uh, in, in you know joining forces uh it's just you you can't you 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 can't disregard that it's it's so important that we understand that um that there is a power in that united uh rosary prayed together that united uh call right. to to uh to and so that's what we're doing is is we're we're saying and again i i want people to understand this is a time again the tight lip Okay, the harden the target. We got to harden this target. All right. We got to we get strong. All right. How do we do that? We got to get in and stay in a state of grace. Go to confession. Uh, have no problem with anything the church teaches. All right. You got to get hard in and, and and but but then you gotta listen. All right. You gotta listen. God is going to the Holy Spirit is trying to get in and tell you, okay, I've given you these. This time, this talent, these treasures is the way we usually frame it. But I've given you this, and I positioned you here, okay? This, you were born in this time, okay? This is the hand you were dealt. You got that time, you got the talent, you got that treasure. What are you going to do with it? And God has a specific plan. If we listen well enough, God will speak to us. What are we going to do? And like I said, I know a lot of people who are doing amazing things in the secular world. Okay. That's the, that's the battle we, we were, we're forced to fight, right? Uh, but we need to do it in a state of grace and we need to do the pies, the fifth thing we need to call on our lady. We can't, like you said earlier, Doug, it was so profound uh, that uh, the John, the beloved couldn't stand at the cross unless he was with the blessed mother. Right. You know, and to behold, Mary. Yep. And that's, that's the same with us. We got We got to face the cross, and we got to do it with Mary. And so, please, please, everyone, please, you know, uh, please plan to to join us either wherever you want to have your group of two or more, uh, anywhere in the United States, or come out and please be with us and on the on the grounds, the uh, national, the grounds uh, uh, of the um, of in Washington D.C. a a national. uh, it's 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 cool too because we have got you uh, Ulysses S Grant on his horse behind us. I don't yeah. think they torn that one down yet. No, uh, not yet. Yeah,
0: but they would if they could. If they could get but, away with it, they would. Yeah,
1: but I he, I I bet you he's saying let's roll. You know, he's on that thing. But anyways, uh, but we, let's join together. Let's do this thing.
0: Well, let's and roll. and on that note too, Father, it's important to just remind people that you know you can be doing these sorts of things daily, weekly. I mean you know the Rosemary Coast to Coast the goal in general I know cuz you you've been you ran this you've been running this for years and I'm I'm humbled to be part of it you've invited me to be part I of it I think it's all years.
1: building up to this year though yeah. I, I I just think this is a, this particular year is amazing
0: well with everything that's happening in the world with everything from like we talked about what's happening in Australia and their lockdowns and all the mandates and all you know the people that are that are talking about you know, dealing and confronting this situation with uh, you know uh, federal mandates for you know getting the jab and all this. I mean, all of this and more—critical race theory, BLM, antifa, defend police—you know, open borders—you know, you name it, you name it—and every all the moral you know problems that are going on. There is something different this year than than ever before. And someone say, "Yeah, you can say that about every year." No, no, this is different. We were told eighteen months or so ago. 15, 14, 15 days to flatten the curve, and here we are. And people are still accepting the goalposts being moved all over the place when it comes to some of these issues. And it's amazing how many people have been caught up in the diabolical disorientation of things in our time right now. I mean, Father, I know you follow the news pretty closely as well, and in the secular world, we're hearing people out there, even in the medical field, talking about if someone doesn't have the jab, and they get sick. Well, they shouldn't be allowed to uh, be administ- be admitted into a hospital. I mean, th- this is this. I mean, you've got people out there who are who, the segregation and separation is, is is becoming so it's so outrageous. bad. It it's it, it just it's evil. It's downright evil what's happening now. And, and, and the, the, the the problems that we're seeing right now absolutely demand
1: that we take steps yeah. that I've the, been yeah. saying, Doug, that I've been saying that we're in the Revelation twelve. Period. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the a great signs appeared in the sky. Well, that actually happened. 2016, November 20th, uh, uh, December, uh, or yeah, December 8th, I think it was. Of of of. Uh, but but that was also the end of the hundred year reign of Satan. So, you, but hundred year reign of Satan. What is he doing now? Well, if you read on in Revelation 12, it says he was hurled down to earth, and right. he actually he fought against a woman. You know, I mean, and. But the, but the last line of, of Revelation 12 uh, is, um, he, uh, then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off and waged war against the rest of her offspring, those who keep God's commands and hold fast to the testimony of Jesus. The Man. devout. The devout. And, and, and he's using everything, even our bishops, to, 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 uh, to persecute, to shut down uh, devout priests, Um, and and they're mocking and shaming people who actually believe all of what the church teaches. They're called those, you know, right wing extremists. uh, uh, And uh, so the battle is just raising on, but what's going on right now, he was hurled down to earth. To me, that means the the rats came out from under the dark and we're seeing them now. You know, he's, they were hurled down to earth. Now we see what they're doing and they're battling against us. And it's, it's, but but what it, what Satan is doing is he's trying to get back his 100-year reign that he lost in 2017 and he's and he's overplaying his hand everywhere. I mean, you, you can look at everything and uh, I mean, come on, a photo op uh, to get the troops out of Afghanistan and in fa- time enough for a 9/11 photo op? I mean, th- this is the kind of stuff it, it's just crazy, you know, the the, the in order to maintain power, these power structures, um, to look at the persecuted priests. Uh, how do you identify them all? Well, they're all men who offer some of the most reverent masses. They're very devout and they uh, speak the truth of what the church teaches and sound the alarm bells against all this this evil that's going on in the world. That's how they're divided and they need to be put down. I mean, it's just unbelievable what's going on right now, Doug. Yeah. So we need to get up. We need to rise up. We need to get hardened, right? Uh, and, and we need to join together. We need to unify, and that's why I'm so stoked about October 10th. We right. got to get unified together. Let's fill up that map with all those balloon pins, and 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 let's uh, let's let's pray together because I think something's happening October. But we gotta we gotta stand with our Lady uh, as we face this cross.
0: Yeah, and I want to encourage people too when it comes to um, the October event is it it seems like a one-time event and I know some people get all fired up. I mean, I've spoken for 31 years all over the country, conferences and rallies and people get fired up and then afterwards there's that almost a letdown like, well, okay, now what? Well, keep it going at home. You know, keep keep doing this. Keep praying your daily rosary. I know that's one of the things that you wanted to encourage people as you like 54-day rosary novenas and so forth is to try to get people in the habit that we don't stop after 54 days, we make it a 365 day, yeah. uh, you know, effort where we're doing it every day, right. whether we feel like it or not. We've said this many times on the podcast, and we want to emphasize it again because we know we have new listeners, and sometimes you know it just encourages people who you know hear it over and over. Is don't pray the rosary based on how you feel. Our Lady never says pray the rosary if it feels like the right thing. Pray the rosary when you feel uplifted and you hear that oh ah, type of moment going on. Pray the rosary because it works and actually when we're dry and we're not feeling very good about it and we're you know we're, we're feeling kind of like ah, I'm, it's like I'm in a desert those could be the most powerful times to pray it because we're we're praying it because we know that there's something powerful here not because we feel with our emotions that there's something here and I want to mention something to you talk about revelation 12 and in you know the verse that really gets me and I never paid much attention to it well until several years ago when I was talking about uh, the reality of the devil. And um, this particular verse, re- re- it's Revelation 12, 7 that states that then war broke out in heaven. But by the time you get to verse 12, you hear this part. But woe to you, earth and sea, because the devil has been cast down to you in a fury. Yeah. Because he knows his time is short. And that he part knows time about. Yeah, and that part about fury, I want to tell people, just, just tell people to think about this, I encourage you to think about this. We know what it's like when someone is furious, okay? You got a, a furious boss, and he's ranting and raving and yelling, and everybody's upset. Oh, the boss is furious over something, or, or dad's furious, or mom's furious, or I'm furious. I, that word just means this is not just a standard operating, oh, he's upset today. This is furious. This is, this is intense. And the devil's been cast down to us, and he's furious. Yeah. But the great thing about it, Father, and you've said this so many times, is when we're in the state of grace, he can't touch us. Yep. You know, he has no control, no power over us. I think it was Padre Pio, if I'm not mistaken, who talks about the devil and his his power over us. It's, the devil is like a chained up dog, yep. and you know, as long as you don't get within that chain length, you're fine. Right. You know, getting into the chain length is when you start committing sin, the venial, then the mortal, then you're inside there. And now he's that dog can have his way with you if you've committed to that until you commit to getting back to confession and getting out of the length of that, that chain of that dog. You know, it's just a critical thing to think about. Yeah. So I just hope I'm encouraging people that when, you know, remember revelation 12, as you brought up that the devil is furious. The devil's going after those who give testimony to Christ and follow the commandments, strive those who are trying to be faithful. And hopefully, you know, when, again, when we stray, we get back to confession, but the point is we've got to pray with intention. We've got to pray with trust. We've got to pray and know that no matter what we feel, Our Lady is doing something with those rosaries that you're praying and never, ever, ever doubt that.
1: Yeah. Hey, I want to end if we can, because I'm looking at the time here, Doug, but I want to get a shout out to our patron saint for uh, the Grace Force, which is uh, St. Maximilian Kolbe. And Mm. uh, what made him so amazing, he was living through these tyrannical times, right? Communism trying to get in and Nazism trying to get in. And what did he do? He used the best of new media of his time uh, to, to to communicate back. No, no, this is what we believe. This is what we stand for. This is who we are. And so he used the best new, he was ready to uh, put together a movie studio actually um, before uh, they took him off to uh, the concentration camp. But mm-hmm. um, the reason I wanted to bring him up too is is just to encourage everybody that was listening right now, look at what we're doing here. We're using a podcast on the internet. Okay. That's, that's new media. Uh, even things like I, I I'm still using Facebook you know, I mean they're, they they just shadow banned prayer uh that I, w- I was announcing we're going to have a prayer on Thursday night and and they took it down uh so it's it's getting harder and harder but the yeah. reality is is that we are finding that place still to be a place where we can share good information we can share in our prayers together we have our campaigns that we do together uh, I'm hoping that stays strong because they own every every other source of influence influence hollywood mov- media tv uh you know, everything, they, they own it all universities, public schools. Uh, so we have to find some way of doing it. And so, so far, so good with this. So don't get discouraged uh, by using new media for that purpose. Okay. Right. Uh, everyone out there. And I want to end with this quote uh, from Maximian and Colby, if I can. Um, it's one of my favorites. He said, uh, modern times are dominated by Satan and will be more so in the future. The conflict with hell cannot be engaged by men, even the most clever. The Immaculata alone has from God the promise of victory over Satan. However, assumed into heaven, the mother of God now requires our cooperation. Mm -hmm. She seeks souls who will consecrate themselves entirely to her, who will become in her hands effective instruments for the defeat of Satan and the spread of God's kingdom upon earth. That's amazing. Let's that close the prayer. In the yeah. name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome, Doug. Awesome. October 10th, Tough everyone. RosaryCoastToCoast.com. <laughs> yeah. Be All there. Right. Be part of it wherever you are. Get hardened. <laughs>